From the On Target Digital Marketing Podcasting Studios in sunny Orlando, Florida, it's the T-Squared Tech Talk Podcast with Tom Jelnick and Tom Craig. It's a freaking Friday afternoon, Tom, and you know what that means. I know exactly what that means, Tom. 13 years of marriage. Yep, 13. Lucky 13 years of marriage today. Impressive, Tom. Yeah, I've known her for, God, 32, but 13 years of marriage. And what what kind of special anniversary gift does one give for 13 years? Is it like paper? Is it uh, a machete? What, what, What? What's the special gift? Um, that's the moment that I realized that I took care of dinner and everything else, but I forgot the gift. The gift of a Tom bitch, is the Tom. gift of love. <laughs> and you're a lot of love, Tom. That's, that's yes. a whole lot around. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. And congratulations to you guys. Thank and, you. And to Penny, wow, you're a freaking saint. She is a miracle in the fact that she's put up with me so long. I, I don't know how she does it. I would get sick of me. Okay. Well, yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Uh, amen. <laughs> but uh, we're so delighted to have you folks yes. here. And, and of course, the last episode, we dug deep into Mother Russia, Tom. We went behind the scenes. We took mm. you deep into all of the deranged nonsense that's going on in, an, in the IT space in, in Mother Russia. That's right. And, uh, you know, things haven't changed, Tom, and I know that... Uh you're sick of me talking about it, and you didn't want to talk about it this episode, but I'm going to get it anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, watch out for the ransomware out there. On Windows machines. <laughs> Let me tell you, we, I am seeing an unbelievable uptick in the last four days Yeah. Okay, of Russian uh, uh, characters coming across during these attacks. So please, everyone, keep your guard very high. Yeah, there, there is obviously, uh, obviously an elevated threat like we talked about mm-hmm. last time. And mm-hmm. I think even deeper than that, Tom, you know, I was listening to another podcast podcast i wasn't mm-hmm. cheating on ours but i i like to stay in the know tom absolutely if you will, right so yep. uh interesting fascinating conversation with this gentleman um an it security expert who is actually hated by governments mm-hmm. because he's exposed some of these uh cursed black sandy types tom yep. Yep. but the, the long and short of it is um we're finding out that mother russia may or may not have slid some insidious code into some antivirus software, Tom, which, you know, major companies go ahead and install with with confidence, right? And then yeah. there's, there's big padlocks on it and you know, make you feel safe and shit. Yeah. Well, it turns out that with the turn of a button, a keystroke, all of those bots that are embedded inside mm-hmm. of this nefarious, Tom, there's that word. There we go. Software can be activated and run DDoS attacks against whatever target they so choose. So so here's the long and short of that shit. It's not if, it's not how. Unfortunately, we're in a, it's a when situation. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, I've lost part of my team this last week because they've been scrambling here in the Central Florida area for a ransomware attack that was successful to a huge entity. And uh, fortunately... They knew to call us, and we deployed the troops, the boots on the ground, and they are, they've got it in ship shape, and the troops all come home tomorrow, Tom. I'm quite pleased about it, and they said today that there's no way they could have done it without the extra help. So, again, 
talk about it now with your team, with your IT folk, with whomever, right. because it's going to be much less painful to talk about it now than after the fact. 100%. And, and yep. a lot less ransom, Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. So that's, uh, but I think it's amazing that yep. you guys at Advanced System Solutions are pulling through. Uh, you, you can deploy the troops. You yeah. know how to handle these things. You know how to deal with these piece of shit, crappy PCs, Tom, with these Windows operating <laughs> systems. Uh, and that is, is a true, true testament. 30 plus years of Microsoft paying my bills, Tom. That's, That's what that equals. If they weren't for the problems stop. of Microsoft, yeah. then you know what? They wouldn't have needed me, and I'd probably be like the pool cleaner now or something. You're, you're I don't gonna, know. You're going to be in good shape long term, my friend, yes, as sir. long as Billy Gates keeps slinging these uh, Love it. shitty titles out, Tom. So <laughs> Love it. What are we up to? Windows 19? 11 now is the current. Yep. Uh, no, no, no. We're not on the Mac. Uh, you know, 19 Sierra, highbrow, Yosemite. Those are brilliant yeah. names, Tom. They're ins- all inspiring. Yeah. And they're so original. Wow. Yosemite. Oh, gee. What, what a unique it's name. A Never symbol. heard of that before. It's a symbol, Tom. Everything about a Mac oh, is a beautiful symbol. Yeah. You know, it could be... Symbol of... It's like a rock, Tom. It's like a brick. But I, but <laughs> I, think, I think the marketing types at Windows... Oh, what are we going to name the next one? I got it. Windows 11. You know where they got that from? Where? Nigel Tufnell. Who's Nigel? This one goes one louder than 10. <laughs> this one goes to 11. Right, right, right. Well, why not make 10 louder and make 10 the top? Right. This one goes to 11. See, that's the like mentality that, at that's Microsoft. Nice. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, they, they could add like a, they could get fancy and shit and add a plus mark next to it. <laughs> See? Like, you know, like Windows 11 Deluxe. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to write Bill tomorrow. Yeah, you let him know. I, I suggest I, I mean, I a will. couple mods, a couple you've got modifications. It. When I text him, you'll be the first to be included yeah. on that group text. And you know what? You, you could have like a value, like an Acme, like a like a white label Windows, mm. just even shittier than the original and cheap. <laughs> so the, you, you got some options here. But here's here's another quick story before okay. we dive into our real content. Yes, sir. So this same um, um, content that I was listening to the other day. They told the story about how Russia had just to test the waters, screwed with Ukraine in terms of um, infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So, and you're going to laugh at this, but it's not. I mean, it's true, mm-hmm. and it was evil. Um, there was a machine running a power plant. You know, basic computer. Uh, Do you already know where this coming. is going? I know where this is going. <clears throat> so, if you mm. visualize this, Tom, a crappy. It. Crappy PC. I hate it. Probably one of those 27-inch CRTs, the old cathode ray tube, Tom. Remember oh, you know, yeah. the, big, the big butt on them that Heck you know, yeah. sucked up the whole desk? Yes, sir. So that's the that's the picture I'm painting. And mm-hmm. I want you to think about a, a Commodore 64 clicky, clackety-clack keyboard sitting there. So believe it or not, Russia hacks this particular computer mm-hmm. because there is unpatched software. Mm-hmm. Guess what version of Windows this power plant mm. that's powering the Ukraine is running? No, I swear that I, I'm not privy to this, but I feel good about my answer that it's going to be Windows XP. Worse. What is what is the evil, the, the most evil Windows operating system? ME? Well, uh, yes. So really? it was so old that it couldn't wow. be patched anymore because obviously end of life. Yeah. Thank, thank God. I love saying Microsoft end of life. Oh, my God. But they, they literally took over the keyboard. They took over the computer. They were able to selectively turn off certain <laughs> power elements to the entire, you know, like they picked and choose. Like they want Kiev lights off or they want X, Y, Z. They, they've done it to water. So that is why it is so it's – not, it's not always – you know, a hardware thing. Oh, a lot no. of the times it's no. just a little tiny exploit where they yep. can just click, 
turn on a bot and destroy everything. Okay, so all you Windows 7 users out there that still have Windows 7 on your computers, are you hearing this? Because you know they're not updating your operating system anymore, right? So when you turn on your Windows 7 machine, you're plugged into the internet, you're like, I don't want to switch from Windows 7 because be I don't want to go to 10 or 11. Yeah. Those are ridiculous. And the update will take so, hours. Exactly. Right. Yep, I don't know who that was, but that no, was I that like was a voice, first, first yeah. nation. Yeah. Um, please. Please, Tom, please. Here we go. You must see they, the Russians will hack in one way or other, so Tom. Good. So good accent. So anyway, uh, please. And we're, and we're not even drinking vodka no. today, Tom. What are we drinking? We are drinking candy, Tom. And cheers to cheers you, Cheers to friend. you, Tom. Nice. Yep. To the candy. Yeah. So, um, but uh, but no, really, it's, I, I am shocked. I'll be honest. I am truly shocked that it was Windows ME. Um, I know XP and 7 are still being run in some plants here in the U.S. I know this firsthand. I also know that they are completely offline and segmented away from the, uh, from the intraweb. That would be smart. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way to do it. You've got to have it. <laughs> that's the only safe computer, Tom. Windows or Mac is one that's unplugged from the Internet. I can guarantee that one's but, safe. But Mac's a lot safer. So I will give you safer market share um, because <laughs> Windows market share has a larger. What is the term I'm looking for? Oh, yeah. Market share. Maybe they should have called it Windows market share, Tom. <laughs> right. I mean, don't count it out, Tom. It's, that it's, might be 12. It's a little more intuitive than, you than Windows 12. There you go. Yeah. Or Windows nightmare or whatever you want to call it. Um, so we, all those nightmares aside, Tom, let's cut over to a different nightmare, shall pe we? People. <laughs> well, people, that is one nightmare, as we just discussed before the podcast. People can be a nightmare, but yes. no. People, Tom. People. People. We've got to take care of the people. The peeps. And and the nightmares that the people have been having over the last couple of years are what could happen with this whole pandemic right. that, that's happened to us. Um, so Thanks, China. <laughs> Much appreciated. I thought it was Count Chocula. It could have been. Yeah. yeah. Transylvania. Yeah. You that was so? the bat to human. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. See? Yeah, Count I Chocula. See I could see yeah. that. Yeah. Sure. So anyway, that bit of trivia aside, mm. um, you know, the pandemic has had a shift on the way we work. Everybody's aware of that. But now it's had a shift on how we need to treat our team yes. our co-workers right um and you know it's it's like we were saying tom that customer service no longer just stops at the customer it comes out into the whole team and you've got to take care of your employees because you know they're scared there's there's still people that are catching the covids right. and uh and i don't care on what side of the political spectrum you're on or what side of vaccinations it's Everybody has a little bit of thought in the back of their mind of, am I doing it right? Am I doing it sure. safe? So yeah. we need to be cognizant of everybody's feelings on both sides of the spectrum. And because, you know, we're not allowed to ask that in job interviews, Tom. Well, 100%, Tom. And, you know, so the world is starting to actually the United States, I should say, is kind of starting to get uh, eager. And a lot of businesses are calling their team members back, right? So yeah. come back into the office. Mm -hmm. And, you know. A lot of them are meeting uh, a lot of pushback on this, mm -hmm. and uh, people. Uh, to your point, uh, there's, there's, they're nervous. But I think even deeper, I think people have found a groove, right, mm -hmm. um, of working from home and potentially being far more productive 
working from home. So I think oh. I, I, I know See, the I'll bane of your existence. Yep. Yeah, Let's, you're going to get a big go. resistance. Let's go. Me. Okay, here we go. Ding, ding, round one, rope-a-dope. Yep, Mac versus Windows. That's right. Mac's so, in the lead. So here's my concept on this, is that when I first started working remotely in 2006, I think, um, one of the things that I could see, because I'm in IT, is who's on their computer, Tom? Yep. And who's in the office and who's not? And I was remote, and uh, I was creating proposals. I was in uh, IT pre-sales at that time. And when I needed to come up with information for a proposal, there would be times when I would have to rely on a team member for answers. Sure. And so here I am. I'm writing my proposal, and I get halfway down through, and I, I meet a question. And so I reach out to Frank, and Frank doesn't respond to the email huh? yeah so i sent frank Damn it, frank what are you doing i sent frank an instant message on his computer right no response tom damn it frank what are you he's scratching his ass tom that's what's and going something's on. going on yeah. and so i call no answer goes to voicemail and now my level of frustration is through the roof and it's not just because of the missed email text phone call it's because i the IT guy, can see that Frank is sitting at his computer doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's ignoring you. Is what, is he's, what doing. he's doing. Yeah. So I had to get in my car, drive down to the office, go up to the proper floor to Frank's office and say, Frank, what's the answer, buddy? Oh, 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 yeah, I was going to get back to you. It's 42. Because we always know the answer is always 42. It's always 42, yep. Tom, yeah. But that is why I feel that there is a collaborative effort, or not effort, but you know, there's there's a feeling of collaboration that happens when everybody's in the office. When you can walk down the hallway and say, "Hey, Frank, real quick, what's the answer on that?" Hey, forty-two, Tom. Thanks, Frank. Done. No frustration. No missed emails. No anything like that. So, so that's that's my big thing. Is yes, you could be productive, but I don't want you to be productive from midnight to five a.m. When we need you there during normal business hours, people should be there. And uh, mm. it, it's not always the case. So so I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Well, Tom, you know what I think needs to happen to Frank? What's that? Fire Frank. <laughs> there you go. So here's my and, – and I put a lot of thought into this. Um, obviously, I've been in your shoes. Mm -hmm. um, I ran – on target for 16 years, 12 team members, mm -hmm. you know, subcontractors, blah, blah, blah. All over the U.S., by the way, yeah. not just in the office. Right. They were remote. Right. And and I'll, let me be honest. In, in the very beginning, I was adamant. Like, when we were small, mm -hmm. I hated being the only person in the office. Like, everyone rushes off to lunch and you're like, well, shit, the phone's ringing. This is happening. <laughs> that. And I'm like, why, I'm not the set. Why am I doing all this work? I have people, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, it used to really frustrate me about... Let's be here nine to five, you know, use a buddy system if you're going out to lunch and whatever. Mm -hmm. Just so honestly, so all the burden just didn't get dropped on my shoulders because I'm busy doing other shit. Amen. So, you know, in the very beginning and during the business, I I was always adamant about that. And I'm a changed man now, Tom. And l let me explain. So during the pandemic, yes, we did a, a remote and I did end up with team members who were very upset about having to come back. Mm -hmm. In fact, I know you remember a certain instance that I, I do. will never forget. I do. Uh, you know, telling me that there could be COVID in the air conditioning and, you know, so. <laughs> Sorry, listen, it, don't mean no, to laugh it, at anybody, but, but. But I've reflected a lot on this. Yes. And what is it? There was fear. Right? Mm -hmm. There was yeah. a lot of fear. And rightly so, man. I'm yep. not, I'm not, I don't negate that. I never. People are human, right? Yeah. So. 
I um, as frustrated as I was by all that, I did start to realize that that we can do what we did mm-hmm. remotely easily. Okay. Um, but it starts with having the right people, and it starts with having the right culture. Okay. Um, that where I work now, mm-hmm. uh, I'm what's what we refer to as hybrid. So, yep. uh, I was in Mount Dora today. I'll be back there tomorrow, and you know, three days a week usually. Uh, where I spend time in the office, in the studio. Um, But then I work Monday and Friday from home. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, man, I have regained so much more time back in my life by not having to get into the car, by not having to... Well, frankly, I love being at the the studio, but I don't get a damn thing done. Hmm. I can't focus. There's always a lot of stuff going on. Um, But we also have 160 plus team members all around the world that Mm -hmm. work remotely with us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, jumping on a Zoom call and doing a a, a team happy hour is very common. Mm -hmm. And it's starting to be more and more widely widely accepted. And and listen, the quality of our work, the quality of our people is outstanding. And so it makes me think a lot about who we have working for us and what the culture is, is like. In terms of, will Tom get his work done in, in eight hours? Uh-huh. Well, you hire the right people who are, you know, gung-ho, excited to be there and want to be there. I firmly believe that they can accomplish whatever they need from a coffee shop. So how do you handle that lack of personal communication then of being able to? Because I know that we've got Slack. We've got, you know, uh, Teams. We've got Messenger this. We've got texting that. God forbid we have Microsoft Teams. And, you heck know, yeah, right, man. Right. Yeah. Oof. But um, but no. So how do you address that availability? Is that something you need to set the expectation for beforehand? One hundred percent. So uh, our hiring process is super cool, and mm-hmm. I've I've learned a ton just being here already. That we hire people. Skill is important, mm-hmm. but culture fit is much more important. So we'll dig deeper into people's psyches and the, and who they are as a human before we'll even consider extending anything to them because. You know, them fitting in on this team and contributing and being eager and excited to be there is mission critical to any project we work on. See, now that's interesting, Tom, because we have one of our larger clients where you're familiar with. Thank you. Um, they make widgets. Okay. Sure. And they have many different locations around the central Florida area. And they had one person who was in charge of uh, production and he was the most incredible person when it came to meeting the quotas for production and getting things out and meeting the expectations of the clients that he was unparalleled. He was just the top of his class. Okay. But you know what he couldn't do? What's that? Communicate. Interesting. And he wasn't, as you say, part of that culture. Right. And therefore... He was driving off other good team members because they just couldn't handle working with this person. Right. And unfortunately, they had to let him go. Right. Because even though he was an incredible producer, Mm -hmm. great employee to a point, he just couldn't get along with the other people in the office. And they were losing good people. They lost the head of HR. They lost the head of finance. And at that point, it's like, okay, look – you're driving off the others, so you have to go. So I see what you're saying about the culture and getting the right people and the right fit. But I think I think it's you know it in this particular instance where mm-hmm. I work, it started 
the guys that started this company were adamant about starting with people first, mm -hmm. no matter what. Gotcha. And you know how people always say customers first, customers first, uh, you know, mm -hmm. I'm actually, this might be blasphemy. I think it's our people first, customers second, because if they're not excited to come to work and they're not happy and they don't feel free and they don't feel empowered and they don't feel like they're growing mm -hmm. and that they don't have an opportunity to grow within the company. Yep. Guess what's going to happen? They're going to go somewhere else. Right across the street, Tom. And that deteriorates a culture quicker than shit through a goose, Tom. Yep. And that's pretty quick. I've never <laughs> seen it, but I've heard. And there's probably YouTube videos that well, you can check out. just go check out some of the golf courses in Maryland, because I can tell you there's goose poop all over those golf sure, courses. But sure. that's a that's a whole different podcast, Tom. But but I think, you know, it, it you have to sit down and define what kind of culture you want to have mm -hmm. and what kind of people you want to surround yourself with. And once you have that defined, I think that's when you go out, you write, you know, write your list of interview questions and not you tell us about your five year vision. It's tell me what you did last weekend. You know, tell me what makes you tick. What, where do you get inspiration from? Um, I'm, we ask very probing questions just to get to know and listen, it's funny. I don't think you're allowed to do probing in the interview, Tom. Well, I think that's, a diff to... that's an HR specialist. <laughs> okay, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, she's got a whole stick and everything. <laughs> exactly. It's interesting. It gets weird. But uh, but in all seriousness, I think clearly defining who you want and what you mm -hmm. want your company to mm -hmm. look like. And obviously how that fits in with your customers, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I know customers are the driving force, but our people are what's pleasing and making these customers happy and, and, and retaining them. Mm -hmm. So- Changing focus from, you know, it's business all day. It's blah, 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 blah. It's the customer first. Change your focus to my team first. Take care of them first. Uh, make sure that they're happy and content and they have every tool they possibly need to do their job with a smile. And, you know, I could tell instantly, instantly in interviews who's going to work and who's not going to work. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it's because, you know, I, I've actually seen people get so tense and so scared when you ask him a personal question. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's like, okay, I understand. This is, it can it be is, a little it's bit intimidating. Being, yep, in an interview, new people, very nervous. Sure. You're trying to step up your game. Right, not to mention we have three people on our team interviewing yeah. one yeah. person. Yeah. So it could be a little intimidating. Yep. But but I, I do think if you can't, if they can't make a human connection with us, mm -hmm. if they can't let barriers break down a little bit, okay, uh, let us see inside, we we it's it's hard for us to hire them. So that's interesting because you know I come from the theme park culture where one of the interview questions was always, if you were a cartoon character, which cartoon character, or if you were an animal, I love that. Yeah. Which animal would you be? And people say that is so stupid. No 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 no. There's a point behind that, and that point I took to the next level in my world and when i interview people so this is a hint for anybody who ever comes to interview for assi um, one of my questions is what is it about technology today what is it that's out there that you see that you go wow that's the next big thing yeah and i don't care what the answer is it could even be apple tom i mean i wouldn't hold that against I, them I would, as much as i, I would, love would that, disagree tom. right i wouldn't hold it against them because what i'm looking for is a response of a personal response and why they get excited about something and right. why they – it has no uh, nothing to do with the technical level of, you know, the TCP IP V6 over V4 and right. subnetting. Geek, and, geek speak, Tom. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I, I want to hear 
you break it down into a human level. What gets you excited? What, you know, and if you can convey that message, then I know that we can have good conversations, right? you know, and, and it doesn't have to just be me. It's other people on the team, as you say. So building out that team, I, I uh, see where you're coming from, that it's, it's building out that culture, figuring out what it is end game that you want to create in your organization. Yeah. And listen, coming from a marketing perspective, there's, there's all kinds of, there's a phrase that I use often. It's not my phrase, but I've heard it a million times, you know, and it's um, inside reality, outside perception. And it's so important that those match, like you can make a company look pretty and beautiful and we're the best, we're experts, we're this, Mm -hmm. we're that and the other thing. But if you come inside that building, right, and Mm -hmm. see chaos or see division or see cattiness or see clicks, um, guess what? Your perception of that is blown to hell, right? So it's so important that um, you map it out. Like this is, this is who we want to portray as a company. Therefore I need people who, I don't want to say look like, but who, who are, uh, on, on the human side and, and match that goal. Yep. I, I completely agree. So I see what you're saying about that. And you've got me somewhat on board. I guess that if you set the expectations about what you're looking for in communication between team members and you set those processes and those policies in place that, you know, from eight to five, you have to respond in a timely manner, 30 minutes, whatever the case may be. Um, But I guess as long as you set those boundaries and guidelines beforehand, I agree with you completely that you've really got to think about the team first because they are the ones who are customer facing. Yep. You know, as as much as I'd like to think that it's me, it's not the, the, it's the boots on the ground. It's the people that are sitting there day in, day out with our clients, having those conversations that represent the company. So, so that's uh, you know a, a different perspective for me. It's a little hard to take in with my old school ways. Of, yeah, and I get that, man. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people are are kind of stuck in that. Like, yeah. Um, well, we won't have the same interactions. Well, mm-hmm. that, that's that's partially true, but we do things as a team to to you know I don't want to say combat that, but to to counteract that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Like last night, we uh, there was a bowling tournament in you know by the studio in uh, Mount Dora. So some team members got together and went bowling. In the studio today, there was an Easter egg hunt uh, for anyone who wanted to come in and hunt Easter eggs. I mean, um, we do after hours, happy hours on mm-hmm. Slack channels. So you can still use technology to bring your team together, too. I like it. Um, but I will tell you that we did spend a lot of time clearly defining, I don't want to say the rules, but the boundaries. Yep. And to your point, it is an expectation as an aircraft flies through our uh, back porch <laughs> here, Tom. Um, it is an expectation that you are available between yeah. 9 and 5. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very important for me, you know, um, because, again, maybe it's my lack of planning. I don't know. But maybe it's the critical nature of the IT business. But when something needs to be known, it needs to be known now. We have a service level agreement that we keep with all of our clients that says, when you pose a question to us, we will have an answer. Or when you pose that problem to us, we'll be working on the solution in X amount of time. Sure. And so that's why it's critical that the team members be aware and cognizant that, hey, you've got to be checking these different channels to make sure that nothing is getting dropped. A lot of it's about training, man. Like I, I think, and and one of the things we're adamant about at Steamroller is continue, like continuing education for each one of our team members. And, oh, critical! And, it, and it's not just on the new Maya software or, or uh, you know, 
animation techniques. Yep. It's about how to be a better leader mm-hmm. or how to be a better communicator, gotcha. um, which is really exciting because you don't see that in a lot of organizations where it's like you can let your supervisors rise because they are leading you know, the junior animators and they're, mm-hmm. and they're teaching them and educating them. And guess what? The junior animators want that and they keep rising up. So a lot of it is just like we said before, it's, it's, it's setting an expectation. Mm-hmm. It's understanding what we want these people, uh, what we want this team to look like. Yep. And you know, it's, it's about being real. Wow. So it just hit me, Tom, that the expectations and, and the, you know, the training that the helping them to rise to the next level this company that i talked about that was hit by the the ransomware one of our team members had come from that company and uh they came over because they knew that they would learn more with us sure than they would if they stayed in the same position at that company so it was interesting to see when they went back to this company i said so now having gone back and seeing your old school ground, if you will. How do you feel about where you are now? And they said, man, I have learned so that's much. Awesome, dude. Yeah. And, and that's something that I have to be cognizant about is to make sure that they continue to learn and that they have that training and that availability to, to make themselves better. Because if I don't, as we said, they're going to go across the street. hundred percent. Yeah. You know, listen, treating people like uh, worker bees isn't, isn't the way. No. And, and I, and I really, I, you know, as you were, as you were saying that, I, I got to think of Maslow, right? The, the, the basic needs, um, Maslow, right? The basic needs of humans. And, and mm-hmm. one of those is security, right? And, yeah. and people need to feel that, right? We as leaders have to understand human beings want to be treated like human beings, mm-hmm. right? Not worker bees, oh, not, yeah. not, not, not yeah. pieces in a puzzle or, or cogs in a machine. Yeah. And I think building policies that enable them to grow, uh, to enjoy what they're doing. Like there's a Nerf gun war in, in, in my office today, right? And I get pelted in the back of the head and it's just like, it's cool. It's we need to get you a better gun. Tom. I do. I, I need to, I need to arm up. I'm going to talk to Vladimir. Do you know him? We've got a, we've got you the got, red phone over you, here. We'll pick it up after the podcast. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, and listen, I'm not saying that where I work is utopia. I'm just saying, no, no. You know, we have our we have our share of problems as sure, well, but sure. it's but it's a constant evaluation of what is important to our team. That's good. I, I like it. Um, you know, and I had a hard time saying to my team members, you know what? Okay, Monday through Wednesday we're in the office. Thursday and Friday you can work from home or wherever, yeah. whatever your favorite coffee shop is. Um, so that's been working out well. Yeah. It's difficult for me <laughs> because again, I'm entrenched in the old school ways of I like to be able to walk down the hallway and say, hey, Jody, uh, you know, what's uh, this and that and the other? And Jody has a response and we can talk about it for a quick minute and then I move along my way. But as to your point, Jody's got to wake up early, make herself presentable, drive into the office. And no offense, Jody, you were presentable before yeah, you had to make yourself presentable. We know what you meant, Tom, at the I just, you know, I, I had to make sure that I'm not offending anybody sure. here. Um, but no, there's the drive. Then there's the drive home, which we all know. I don't care what city you live in these days. Oh, it's an no. hour. Traffic is worse than it used to be. Right. And, uh, you know, so it's all of that. And then you get home, you've got to decompress, you've got to change, you've got to, and now it's dinner time and now dinner's over and it's oh my gosh we got to rush through the family and the kids and the homework and oh, it's bedtime and preach it man. we got to get up and do it yep. all again tomorrow yeah and it's exhausting um yep and and that's 
the big change from the pandemic is there's so many places who have adopted these new techniques, these new uh, policies, these new procedures on how they're going to treat their employees, that if you don't step up to the plate... Guess what? You lost them. Yep. Right across the street. They're 100%. gone. And now it's too late because when they put in their two-week notice, it's not just a, a quick decision they made. This was a long, drawn-out process. People don't like change. Right. And before they quit a job, they have analyzed it. They talked about it with their friends and their family and their co-workers. Now all the co-workers know as well that that place across the street they let you work from home on wednesday thursday and friday right yeah so that's a whole extra day at home you, you know what's fascinating to me i um the previous position i was in in daytona beach if mm-hmm. you recall yep um my day would start at 5 30 uh and and no one no human being really needs to be up at 5 30 if we're being honest god's not even up at 5 30 so you know get up shower Always had to look presentable, mm-hmm. always had, you know, suit and tie, all mm-hmm. that nonsense. Get in the car, drive to Daytona or Dirtona, however you want to. Amen to Dirtona. Right. Roll up to Dirtona. Mm-hmm. Work 8 a.m. until 6 p.m. Get in the car. It's a nightmare drive. I'm not even, I can't even exaggerate <laughs> how nightmarish of a drive that is. Okay. Um, to, your to all point, of our friends in Washington, D.C. and L.A., <laughs> you can ignore that comment, but, but go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's, to my point. It's it's literally, you literally have life and death yeah. situations. So, you know, you've worked essentially 14 hours. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that particular job was nutso. So, you know, I'm getting called on the weekend. I'm, so you're working seven days a week. And, and you, you got to take a step back at some point and say, you know what? This is, this is not what we're built for as humans. Yeah. I don't want to work for a place that needs me that bad, mm-hmm. that long. I don't care what the pay is. Yeah. I mean, quite honestly, I took a pay cut to get away from that. Yeah. Because, yeah. because it, it, after doing it for seven months, I literally took years off my life. Well, I was a little disappointed in that because, you know, you passed a Krispy Kreme every single day, well, Tom. Actually, actually, Tom, that was a block further. So I never really passed it. I knew where it was. And I've turned around in the parking lot a few times. <laughs> But uh, but seriously, guys, yeah. life life is life is definitely and the T squared is getting awfully serious. But maybe it's the Crown Apple uh, Bourbon today, Tom. Boy, I don't know who brought that, but whoever it's, it is, it, it they is. are an awesome Windows aficionado. <laughs> Good for something. Uh, I don't know if that it's Windows, Tom, but um, but yeah, it really think about your team members as my gosh, how can they live a happier life? Yeah, right, that's really what it distills down yeah. to. Because we're trying to do that. Why not let our team do that as well? We're trying to better ourselves every day. Why not let the team do that themselves? Right. You know, we're trying to always be able to answer those questions, to stay up on the latest, the greatest, the newest technologies. Why not let the team be able to do that as well? That's right, Tom. Well, that's right. That was nice. I hadn't heard that in a while. Yeah, that's that's. We got to revive that. We that do. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yep. In our radio voice, Tom. See, that's right, Tom. I, I like it. Smooth, What's next? Smooth and yep. sultry. Kind of like Sam the Eagle from the <laughs> Bubbles. Right. I remember him. Yeah, he and, was awesome. And the two old guys up in the uh, up in the up in the where were the balcony? Statler and Waldorf. Hilarious. Yes. 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 Oh boy, that was a reach right there. Yeah, that was good stuff. 
Impressive, Tom. Most, most now, do impressive. you know how you do you know where that comes from? I do not, Tom. Waldorf Astoria. Okay. And the Statler Hotel chain, big in the 40s, Tom. Okay. Big in the 40s. Right. So you, you were there, right? Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, you know, it reminds me of my days back in the 20s, the, the roaring, roaring 20s. 20s. That's yes. right, Tom. Yeah. So. Like, with, were you with Al Capone and shit? I can no longer confirm or deny. <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa? Do you know where's yeah. Jimmy? Well, we. I can show you on the map. Okay, I'll just po- I'll point in a general vicinity. Excellent. How's that? Excellent. There, there yes. we go. There we go. I, I, you always wonder, like, did Jimmy? Where is Jimmy? Is he like a? You think he got recycled in a car? I think that's kind of been the car crusher. Yeah. Situation. No. See, to me, I'm gonna have to go with it's something much more fun like that. Like he went deep sea fishing and just never returned. Yeah, so fed the fishes. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. Time. Yep. Yep. So. I heard somebody say that once down here in Florida. And they said, uh, I, I talked about somebody who stole some money from a company or something. And this other business owner said, that's the kind of stuff that gets you invited on a deep sea fishing trip. That's and I awesome. thought, note to self, don't ever go deep sea fishing with this guy. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Noted. Yes. So as you were talking about, uh, you know, the value of being in the office and strolling down the hall and saying hi to Shirley and Mike mm-hmm. and Joey and Joey, J- Joey, Jim Bob, yep, and, yep. you know, Uncle Louis and the janitor, et cetera. Um, I, I got this vision in my head of the accountant, Bob. Oh. So you walk past Bob, mm-hmm. and if, if you're remote, you don't have the capability necessarily to actually electroshock his ass <laughs> as he's playing solitaire instead of doing accounting shit. That's right. That's right. And you know, but on the same token, you're keeping Bob away from the people who don't really want to stand around the water cooler and hear about Bob's weekend. That's true. What does yeah. what does an accountant do on the weekend? You're like, well, I attended a seminar about algebra and I learned about some new tax code right. that uh, was really going to affect us here in Florida. You know, uh, it's just amazing. It was amazing. It was fascinating. Yeah. I spent an hour and a half listening to this. And tax code. And 54. as he's talking, all you can hear in the background is tick, 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 right. tick from right. the clock. You right. know, it's like, right. oh, man, how did I get cornered by Bob again? And you know, like most people on their desk at work have like cool figurines and shit. Yeah, and, like, yeah. No, not Bob. 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 Bob's got a freaking abacus. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, <laughs> okay, I find it kind of cool, the abacus, but it's all the little bobbleheads. That but he uses it. Him. Yeah, well, you he's, know. He's not using a calculator, Tom. <laughs> it's, that's the scary part, Tom. That's why we have Jane there to double-check Bob's work. Jane's great. Yeah, she is the best. You should keep Jane around, Tom. Jane, Jane top of the list. No, so. she doesn't complain. She... No, no, there's never been a need to set up that electroshock in Jane's keyboard that we did on Bob's uh, about 10 podcasts ago. Yes, but uh, it's still planted in there, Tom. We can reactivate that shit whenever we anytime. want. Anytime. By the way, yeah. I can do it remotely. Can you really? So you know. yeah. Well, th- yeah. See, this brings a whole new definition. Yeah. And let, let's go down this path. With remote comes some technical challenges, right, mm. Tom? And, oh, and yeah. this is where assy shines, right? This is where you back that assy up. This is where... You guys come in and save the day. Yeah. It's like, what are some pro tips for companies that are considering or already have yep. uh, kind of deployed people on a on a remote basis? Here is a perfect example. We had two city managers, okay, sit down next to each other in a coffee shop. They were meeting, and the first city manager opened up her laptop and she logged in, and then she connected and and. Then she set up the VPN, got that connected. Then she did her little remote desktop over the computer she needed to connect to, and she had her files. And the other city manager said, okay, well, she opened up her laptop and typed in her name and password, 
connected to the Wi-Fi, and guess what? Um, that's it. That's it. Everything's done. 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 Donezos. Yep. No. Net Motion, Tom. Net Motion is an incredible example of one of the tools that's out there these days. That's for a seamless VPN experience, a seamless office experience. So when you're in the office on your laptop. You connect to all the company files, you connect to the various drives and this, that, and the other. NetMotion allows that same experience from anywhere with the added layer of security over the top, making sure that it's a safe connection, okay? Even if you're in Starbucks or something, it's going to encrypt all that data beyond what your typical VPN would do, okay? And then on top of that, not only is it going to check the session to make sure that the workstation you're working on is up to date. It's got the antivirus. It's got the, you know, all everything, all good to go. But it's also going to check that connection between you and the office. And let's just say it's a spotty connection, okay? Like Starbucks or something. Sure. If you're on a typical VPN and you have that lack of connectivity, the VPN will drop. Your software won't work. The QuickBooks, the whatever it is, it's going to say, oh, wait, 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 wait. We lost connection for half a second. I'm out. Right. Box, and it drops. Solitaire game skips a yep. beat. Nope. NetMotion keeps the session open on both ends, and it keeps it live. So when it does reconnect, both sides know exactly where they were, and they catch up. So just one of you know the many examples of what's out there. To, uh, to allow people to make it a nice experience, to make it easy. Because, again, we want it to be easy for the team members, especially uh, Larry. Larry, what's his, Larry, what's his problem? Larry is technically challenged, Tom. Uh, you know, he's nearing retirement. Should get him a Mac. No, no, no. He still works. <laughs> okay. so Well played, sir. <laughs> so Larry is close to retirement. All right. Larry has had his position for years in the company. And he's done a great job doing what he does. His job is not very technical. Okay. You know, he doesn't have to be in the front of the computer eight hours a day. It's limited. It's just for his time clock and things here and there. Sure. Larry doesn't want to learn technology. When he goes home at night, he doesn't turn on Roku he clicks the Spectrum box. Tom. Ooh, the Spectrum box. Yeah. Does it's he just, have one of those dial cable box things? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that moves the antenna on the roof, Tom. As you, you know, and you hear yeah. that UHF. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So nice. that's that's Larry. But that's Larry, and he's happy. He loves life. Nobody's happier than Larry. But so you don't want to impose these things on Larry. You want to make it a very easy experience for him. So when we ask Larry during the pandemic to go to work from home, we can't say, okay, Larry, I need you to get it onto the VPN now and connect to the remote desktop and Larry's then I need brain, you to map these drives. He's gonna, his brain's going to yeah. explode. No, no. We don't have time to clean that up. No, no. That's Larry's job. Clean up his own brain? <laughs> well, you know, we ask for a lot of our team members, Tom, and if I you're going to make a mess, you're going to have to clean it up. Valid. Yeah. Right. It's like cleaning up your dishes in the sink. Exactly right. the same thing. Same thing, yes. only with brains. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so that's you know, there's a lot of technical aspects, and you're right. During the pandemic, I was mortified that we were going to sink faster than the Titanic, but it was that it was that shift in the, how people work on how they're going to connect. Everybody sent their employees home. Everybody go home. Oh my gosh. How are we going to work now? Okay, right. well, everybody just connect. Just connect. Here, here's a connection. And then, oh, wait. Was that the best way to do it? Was that secure? And that's where we came in. And that's when, man, the phone just started ringing, Tom. 
Well, I think a lot of people just don't understand the full complexity of what it takes to keep things safe and secure. Yep. And, you know, you can say I'm working with my home computer. Well, what if your home computer is a piece of shit Windows 95 ME. machine, right? <laughs> yeah. right? Easily hacked and you're sending files back and forth to yeah. HQ. Oh, yeah. You know, the odds of you infecting the entire company is yeah. high. So there are a lot of technical considerations that, yeah. you know, companies, this is, this is where IT people just shine because they get the security. They understand what needs to happen to keep the, mm -hmm. you know, keep the company safe and, yeah. and, you know, obviously keep the team members safe. So if you send your team home, right, and now keep this in mind, you sent them home, you allow them to connect remotely, you allow them to connect to the network drive, and there's all their files. Boy, this is great. They can get to all their documents. Everything is wonderful. But you didn't consider the fact that now you've opened up all those home computers right. are equal to all the workstations in your office. So do they have the updates? Do they have the antivirus? Because if not, I'll tell you, you're going to launch ransomware from that Windows ME machine across all network drives and lock all those files. Right. It's, I've seen it happen a few times. And I know it's expensive, but for smaller businesses, yeah. you know, the ideal situation with the remote atmosphere is IT orders in a computer or mm -hmm. a laptop, mm -hmm. you know, wires it up the way it needs to be wired, puts mm -hmm. the right software on it, uh, you know, installs the VPN, shows people how to use it and delivers it or, you know, hands it to the, to the team member. Yep. Um, rather than, then we don't want them using their own computer to be honest. Um, yeah. cause we don't, we can't control that environment. Yeah, you're right. Unless you have something like NetMotion. You like the NetMotion. You know, I think I should be... Today's Tom is, podcast Tom is compensated is by NetMotion. <laughs> the, the team for you and your... your the tool for you and your team. I like it. We'll, have to work yeah, on that. we'll, work, we'll work it out. It's like, yeah. it's like a pure grind coffee advertisement. I stuck love in it. here somewhere too, Tom. Like a cool winter morning. Ah, yes. With a warm fireplace. Beautiful. Pure Grind Coffee. Amen. Your friend. <laughs> wow, my voice really got the, I really got the sultry. See? There you go. I like we need, it. We're, we need to cut over after this and start making some Pure Grind commercials, You Tom. want to? Uh, let's, let's get on that. But well, first. More whiskey. Okay. But second. <laughs> second. It's not hot out today. It's not. It's overcast. Kind of cool. Right. I think it's a good day for diving. Ooh, into the sack. That's the you place what, I'm Tom, talking about. I will tell you the moisture level is slowly creeping up here in Central Florida. <laughs> yeah. You know, Tom and I are once again poolside at the uh, Jelnick residence. Love uh, it. Right inside of the Sanford Airport, uh, which we should be waiting on Bob on the 625 soon. He'll you know, be, we've been kind of lucky today, Tom. We've yeah. only had one Learjet uh, graze the top of the trees here since we've been sitting right. here. But we do have a kamikaze boring b and and not and not boring as in like he has poor content choices he is uh boring into the wood frame structure that we're sitting under uh tom so yeah. if it does fall you okay. blame we blame the b blame the b got right. it understood right so uh, where was i going with that it's well, time it's time it's not it, it the humidity's creeping up some talcum powder is starting to be required <laughs> the mail sack is getting Pretty moist. Pretty yeah. Moist, well, well, we better hurry up then and find out who we're hearing from today, Tom. You know, Tom, I know I handed over you that sheet with oh, that name. Oh, uh, let, let, let me. Bourbon. Nope. Yep. Let's have Here we some go. more bourbon because I forgot our Rene from Redmond. Richmond. Richmond. I knew it was something yep. other than yep. our Tom. Yep. No, see, Redmond would be too close to Microsoft, and I knew that <laughs> if we got any Redmond letters, you would think it was Bill trying to infiltrate the T-squared Tech Talk podcast. I think we can't let that happen. I'm pretty sure he already has, Tom. 
Bill loves the T-Squared Tech Talk podcast. And a big shout out to you, Mr. Gates. We hope that you're doing well. And we're just grateful this shit hasn't crashed yet. That's right. <laughs> so, so no, today we're hearing from Renee in Richmond, which kind of kicked off this whole topic of today's podcast. And Renee asks us, what are some of the things that I need to be cognizant of mm -hmm. to make sure that my team is secure? And even more importantly, the company data is secure oh, yeah. when the team is connecting remotely. Right. And Renee, I got to say, you have spawned this great conversation today. Uh, it started last night as Tom and I were talking about it. And uh, and we really we found this to be fascinating so much so we made today's podcast. But right. Renee, thanks, Renee. Here's the thing. You've heard us say this before about other solutions and the 99.9% the more security you'll get when you use two-factor authentication. And that, Renee, is critical to whatever VPN solution you're using, whatever uh, G Suite or Google Docs or Google Works or whatever, whatever they're calling it, Workplace this oh, week. Oh, it's Google something, too. They change it every sure. weekly. Right. Or, or the incredible Microsoft 365 platform. Is it incredible? It is incredible, Tom. It's just amazing the amount of solutions oh, shit. that Microsoft has. Okay, I won't go down that path. But either way, it's a Renee, lot of shit. Here's Tom, the yes, thing yeah. Microsoft, Google, you know, uh, or your own infrastructure, your Fortigate. Firewall, oh, VPN. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again, Tom. The Fortigate. I like it when you say that word. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's it's pretty darn awesome. There's a lot Fortin of Fortigate. Fortinet's Fortigate. A lot of Fortigating going on. Let me so. tell you, there's a lot of Forta at the beginning of all these things, yeah. and man, you can get them confused. But with uh, Fornicate, Tom. I don't know what you're talking so, about. So who, I want to know. I'm sorry to interrupt. This is fascinating to me. <laughs> who thought that that was a really great idea? A, a name for a company. The same person who came up with the incredible name of Advanced Systems Solutions. Wait a minute. Do you know why, Tom? You didn't come up with Fornicate. Do you know why? Because we're talking about it, right? It's kind of like that guy who asked me in Coffee and Content in On Target Studios about four years ago. He said, what were you thinking when you named your company? Well, I mean, what were you, were you thinking? And I said, well, let me tell you. We spend the first five minutes of every meeting talking about jokes for the name of my company, and we've never once reviewed the name of your company. So, yes, I think I was on to something similar. Whoever came up with the Forda, Net, Fortigate, Forda Client. Fornicate. Whatever it may be. <laughs> Was brilliant. I can't get Tom here, to say it because here we are talking about it. Our Forta clients. So if you're using a Forta client VPN, Renee, a Cisco VPN, whatever your solutions are, they all, and I do mean all, have some sort of two-factor authentication um, checkbox, if you will. That needs to be checked. So, Renee, that's my first thing. Second thing is there has to be a policy in place. Sure. If you're not working for a large organization that can afford a laptop for everybody to go home with and you're asked to use your home computer to connect, that's okay. You know, a lot of companies okay. are doing that. It's okay. But – those companies need to be cognizant of the fact that they have now expanded their network outside the building and you're no longer the firewall isn't keeping everything safe within the organization. So you have to be cognizant that there's a firewall, that there's antivirus, that there's anti-malware, that all software is up to date. And I'm not just talking about the Mac operating system or the Windows operating system. I'm talking about Adobe Acrobat, all of these other things. And 
If you've got Acrobat versions 7, 8, and 9 on your computer, perhaps it's time you delete 7 and 8. How about Flash, Tom? Should we... Uh... <sighs> yeah, well, everybody should be running Flash, right? Isn't that that new thing that just came oh, yeah. out? Yeah, oh, it's, wait. It's fresh. It's the one that just died. That's right. So, right. yes, Flash right. needs to be off as well because these are all vulnerabilities. Right. And if you don't have something like NetMotion... <laughs> that's right. <laughs> to, to look at the software that's on the computer to make sure that everything's in tune, you know, then you've got to have some policies in place so that your team is aware that they need to look at their home systems as well. Because now you're not only securing the organization, you're helping your team members to be a little bit more secure at home and keep uh, Nana's pictures ready. You know, so, uh, so, so Renee, that's my, my top advice. My second bit of advice, Renee, is don't work from home. You got to go to the office. And Tom, I know I I've, don't know, I've Renee. waffled back and forth on this. He's a waffler. You know why? The in-laws. Why, Tom? Oh, they're home. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. She, she needs to go to the oh, office. Tom's at home today. You can go shopping for me. Hi, Tom. Could you give me a hand with something real quick? <sighs> this, A, it's not going to be real quick, Renee. No. No, it's it's like pressure washing the driveway or something. Do we have any prunes left? Oh, man, it's painful, Renee. It's painful. So make sure there's some sort of policy that if you're working from home, you can't let the in-laws know. Mm. You just have to cut them off right there. I'm going to the office. Come on. Click, Light. click, yeah. click. Come on. <laughs> Down the stairs. Dun, dun, dun. Yep, yep. Uh, Light bulb, Tom. What if, and just stick with me on this, Okay. what if we just go get Nana a shit ton of NyQuil, <laughs> and then we just work from home all day? There you go. Right? Nana sleeps. No, then there's time. another problem. What? She's up at night. With the poops. Up at night with the poops, and- Tom, um, I'm not feeling good. Could you make me a grilled cheese sandwich? Nope, got to go to work. Yep, yep. Uh, so, new office policy. So, got to yeah, work. So, work in the evening. So that's my last, uh, I, you got to work from the office uh, kind of feeling. But no, you're right, Tom. You choose the right solutions. You choose the right people. You make the policies and procedures. You make sure that they're followed. Right. And you've got bliss. Yeah, man. Uh, and listen, like I said, nothing's ever going to be utopia, but because uh, people are people. Yep. Um, but the, the 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 best that you can do is change a focus, right? Mm -hmm. Internally, of let's focus on our people. How can we make their lives better? How can we make their work work life balance better? Yeah. And and I think that goes exponentially farther. Yep. And when when we're looking and our intent and our everything we do is is looking at how these people can grow and thrive mm -hmm. and be happy mm -hmm. it changes everything yep happy life happy life Amen. or something or, and 13 years of marital <laughs> yeah. bliss yeah. A satisfied wife equals happy life tom as long as she's happy yeah there we go you know who's not happy tom with the in-laws you know as I, well, yeah, <laughs> there's that I, I i don't know if you noticed i glanced around there are a whole bunch of dead, boring... Okay, so I didn't want to say anything, but I've got a really boring bee over here. He's just sitting here Is kind he of boring. Is no, he... he's pretty dead. There's, there's like four of them over Well, here. he might not be dead. He's kind of like Bob in accounting. He's just not doing anything, right. Dom. He ain't doing shit. Nothing, which is why we need maybe a little a little, a little B keyboard <laughs> with a little shocker, a little, little AAA battery little, on it. A little jolt right up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, what, what a fantastic uh, podcast, Tom. Thank you for hearing me out on my, my vantage point about, about this. And well, I got to give you credit, Tom. Uh, you, you've pulled me over to your side. I do see the light. Um, I, I 
again, you put the right people and solutions in place that uh, it could just be like walking down the hallway. It could be. And, yeah. and, and smacking Bob right upside the head <laughs> to get that lazy some bitch off his solitaire game. So, folks, I really want to thank you for tuning in and yep. thank you for dealing with our shenanigans and our whiskey, which was delightful, was brought to you today by Advanced System Solutions. Well, that's right. Uh, and where, where can folks find out more about acetone? Uh, Spectrum News 13. That's Again, right. we were That's on the right. news recently, as were you. So, nice. But no, they can visit us at advancedsystemssolutions.com. Very nice, Tom. Yep, yep. Yeah. And remember, everyone, it's always free to talk, okay? So when you're thinking about solutions, when you're thinking about the next big thing, when you're thinking about how to handle Bob and Larry, two different sides of the spectrum. Sure. Remember, it's always free to talk. Give us a call. Give us a call. Throw your crappy PCs out the window into the dumpster. <laughs> right. Buy a Mac and be good to each other, people. That's that's really what it comes down to is just let's take care of each other. Amen. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We're so glad you visited us. Hey, share us with a friend, uh, you know, a cousin, right? A, a distant relative. Or even more importantly, somebody who might be technically challenged. Ooh, that's a good one, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, because I think we break this shit down into uh, consumable bites. Absolutely. And now the sun is coming out. I see that. I see the light, Tom. Yes. I see your ways. And on that note, I thank you for enlightening me. Uh, thank you, Tom. And folks, as always, thank you again so very much for listening to the T-Squared Tech Talk podcast. Until next time, take care of yourselves. This podcast was recorded at the On Target Podcasting Studio.